Hello. Uh, my name's David Ferrier. Across from me, Stacey Gagoulis. Hello. Um, we've come together because, uh, you know, you've got to do stuff before you die. It's true. <laughs> you got to fill your time somehow. T-G-I-D. Thank God but, it's death. I mean, oh, sorry. I meant to say YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO, Stacey. Thank God it's death. I don't use TGIF very much because I don't work. I do. I work in commercial radio. So yeah. every Friday. <laughs> um, hey, so we've come together because uh, we think we're kind of, well, we are. We have a lot of things in common. We're, we're actually quite similar. We both work in radio. We both draw. We're both illustrators. Yeah. We even have a studio space together. We share a studio space together. We both grew up in the same town. Um, I think we've... We're both ambidextrous on both feet. That's not true. No. I'm very single dextrous. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm pretty sure we've even dated the same girl at one point. (laughs) At least one. (laughs) Uh, One, yeah. Anyway, we've got these things in common. So we thought we'd just try a little thing for six weeks. This will be a six-week project where... And see what else we have in common. Yeah, to see. We're we're each going to bring two pieces of content each. There could be just something we want to talk about, um, a game, a little segment idea. Uh, we're just not going to tell each other what it is, unless we have to, unless they have to prepare for something. So that's what this show is going to be. It's going to be two friends who are very similar in a lot of ways coming together to um, present content to each other. It's such an original idea, Stacey. It's, it certainly hasn't been done before, as no. far as I'm aware. Particularly with two two. Human beings who look like us. Cis, white, gentlemen. Yeah, cis as. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to do this because, Stacey, you were described by um, a mutual friend of ours, Dan DeBooth, as the cool version of me. <laughs> so I just want to see oh, what man, it's like doing like a show with the cool version the of me. The cool be- version of you. Because I work in commercial radio. Stacey does real... Now, how like- do you know that you, as the less cool version of me, won't just bring me down to your level? Well, that's what I'm going to try to do. <laughs> because even... Your um your illustrations are a lot cooler than what I do. I don't know. You're that. I mean, it's subjective, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like you, you do cool things. You're in the New York. You're in the New Yorker. I'm in the New York. You're in the New Yorker. Um, that's true. Actually, you're right. That was pretty cool. That's you should cool. do that. That's really cool. I haven't put my mind to it. Although I did think we of should one collaborate the other day. together. I thought of one the other day. Here we go. This like, always goes well describing. <laughs> Gag cartoons. What was it? No, it was. It was, and then I and then I googled it, and it had already been done. Oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right, fair enough. But it was about, um, uh, you know, dating, meeting, looking for Mister Right. What about looking for Mister Alt Right? Um, right. Something in that. Something in that zone. You yeah. know. Some, that's some nice right. wordplay. Yeah. Word, just classic wordplay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, coming up, I'm going to uh, interview um, uh, the host of the new game show on Channel 10, Pointless, Mark Humphreys. Speaking of cool dudes. Speaking of cool dudes. So that's going to come up in a minute. But next, we'll do something fun. Stacy, shit mates. Shit friends. Friends who are shit. Sounds very pointed when you're looking at me like that. No, you're directly. great. Okay. Because you reply to text messages and... Uh, other kinds of contact. If I call you, you'll answer. Um, I got this friend named Jamie, who he lives on the other side of the the, the planet. Um, but I keep trying to reach out to him on Facebook and on Messenger, saying like, "Hey man, would love to catch up on Skype, just have a chat, find out how your life's been." Um, and he never gets back to me. But he's one of these people who he he constantly posts on Facebook. 
So you can know that he's So there. I know he's active. Yeah. But he's looking at my at my messages and just thinking can't Has it been deal with that. Seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen. Absolutely. I actually counted. I've messaged him three times since the 10th of July and he has posted 35 times <laughs> in since between then and now. That's a lot of posting. People don't post that much he on actually, Facebook he, anymore. He actually is super active as like yeah. just posting photos of things. Yep. And um and he's just ignoring my message. He was not even like, "Hey, I'm acknowledging this, and uh, but I just can't deal with it right, right now. now. I'll talk to you later." He's just Flat ignoring. out ignoring him. But here's the thing. Like, I actually don't take I, it personally. I have a quick question, though, yeah, just on. before you get into it. Is this purely a catch-up thing, like I'd love to say hi, or is there a subtext of you wanting something from him? Just information on and how his not, life is going. You don't want to be like, hey, can you catch up? Because I, I want to run some New Yorker cartoon <laughs> ideas by you. Like, but, you're not, you don't want to, do you want to use him for something? Be honest. There's probably about 10%, 15% of that. Because you're right. I do. <laughs> I saw right through you. This. I am sometimes like, yeah, look, what do you think of this idea? Because do you do the same thing that like if someone is just like text, text and says, what time are you going to arrive at this thing? It's You just reply straight away, 10 minutes. Yeah. If someone asks you for something, you got to like put it down. And just process it for a while. Yeah, like minimum. I don't, if I can tell, usually you can tell by the first few words or the first few somethings. I will not look at the Facebook posts. You know how we were saying scene? I won't, I won't click on them so they won't have seen the scene. They won't see the scene until I want it to be seen because I can tell what it's going to be, that it's going to be something that I'm going to need to take some time to address. And I don't want that seen thing to be there. Also, by it not being seen, it reminds me I have to go back to it later. Same with text messages. Um, for example, yesterday I left you on a blue dot for a long time on the text message. Yeah. On the phone. Actually, yeah, it took you like a whole day to reply. To it, it was because I was like, I was busy in the morning. I was like, I know that this is going to take a little bit of time to respond to. So I left you on the blue dot. But that the blue dot then reminded me that I have to come back and... and Message back to David. That's cool, but it's just not in the zone that I'm at right I now. I get it. That is such a complex structure of things to have to... <laughs> really? It makes so much sense. You just leave them on unseen yeah, no, or leave the dot blue. But is that... I'm talking like broadly here. Is that mm. what we should be doing? What? You want to... What do you want to, What do you want from me? At least just go, hey, just wanted you to know I've seen this. I've got to think about it. I'll get back to you tonight. But then, but then I leave the dot blue, so I remember to get back to them. Otherwise, then I have to go, hey, Siri, can you set a reminder for me to get back to David later on tonight? Because I already told him I would. Hey, Siri, can you set a reminder for me to text Stacey tonight to tell him, uh, love him and appreciate him? Okay, I'll remind you. For 7 o'clock tonight. Look out for Too that. late. 7 o'clock. I like it when Siri just puts in her own time. <laughs> Um, all right, so maybe I should get over this. <laughs> maybe I should clarify. That's okay. what I'm going to do. I'm going to clarify. With your friend? Yeah. Hey, sending I don't want right anything now. from you. <laughs> I just want to know you're okay. Tell me, are you okay? You know he's okay because he's posting on Facebook all the time. Still keen for a chat. Just a chat. Nothing more. Nothing more. Nothing sus. You should say that. No funny business. I won't corner you and tell you an idea 
and ask you what do you think when really what I'm asking is validate am, am me. Am I a good person? <laughs> am I okay? And send. <laughs> wow, we've learned a lot about ourselves, I think. Yeah. Mainly you. Yeah, I am a lot of work. Welcome back to Same Same But Same. Uh, next, I'm going to get the host of Pointless on Channel 10, the show that replaced Family Feud, Mark Humphreys, on the phone. But now, Stacey, the, the the floor is yours. Well, you prepared things. I just found chocolate in my pocket on the way here. And I was like, chocolate, there's chocolate in my pocket. And then the whole time here, you know when you get little sayings in your head? or You, you know, obviously it happens a lot with songs, but sometimes it can just happen with certain phrases. Um, you well, you really just re- re- repeat over and over. Yeah, in, you don't get head. that when you just like repeat a phrase over and over again, just constantly, like chocolate in my pocket. I've got pocket in my, I've got a pocket full of chocolate. Chocolate in my pocket. I've got a pocket full of chocolate. You your, don't get that. Your mind is a wonderful, <laughs> interesting place. Full of chocolate. Got a chocolate. Got lots of chocolate in my pocket. I get that thing where, and I think it's related to. It's an anxiety thing about, you know, even just in the morning when I've got to get out the door quickly, I'll have a song stuck in my head, but it will be the one part of the song. It'll be one line of of the song that will just keep playing over, over and over, over in my head. That yeah. happens to me. Yeah. But not chocolate in my pocket, got a pocket full of chocolate. I can't. I can't. Chocolate in my pocket, got a pocket full of chocolate. Off the top of my chocolate head. Chocolate in my pocket, got a pocket full of chocolate. Now yeah. it okay. will. Now it probably will. Well, I'd love to know if it does because that's... Um, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, see if, see if that rings, rings true for you in the future. But right now, I've got a pocket full of chocolate, and yes. that's not a joke. Are we playing a game? Is that the a game? Yeah, this is a game. Okay. <laughs> and you can hear that. That is a pocket full of chocolate. Yeah, I saw it peek out just then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've so got what, a, what, what do well, we Well, I just realized that this, like, I was like, wow, well, I'm really heavy on my left side. <laughs> and I realized as I was walking here, I was like, I've got a pocket that is just absolutely full of chocolate. Like, that is... Stuffed full of chocolate. I uh, bought a lot of chocolate last night and then found it in my pocket this morning. And I thought I'd just ask you, <laughs> how much chocolate do you think is in this pocket? I think you've got a uh, bag of 12 Freddo frogs. No, what I want is, uh, I'll be more specific to help you out. It's in square form. Like how many squares of chocolate are in my pocket? Um, like a block of chocolate. of chocolate. There's a block of chocolate and then a block is made up of? 15. Squares. Three by, no, 21. Was that your guess? Yep. That there's 21 squares of pocket. Now, bear in mind, I ate five pieces on the way here. Okay. Five squares on the way here. 16. Chocolate. So just 16. Yeah. But I saw what I swear was a little bag. It's just that it's just like an open packet. It's it's chocolate. It's a, okay. It's a block of chocolate. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't imagine that you've got a... a, a a, a whole one of those like glass and a half kilo ch- uh, blocks in your pocket. Well, use your imagination. I told you I had a pocket full of chocolate, <laughs> and if you think a pocket full of chocolate is sixteen squares, then that's a reflection on you and what you think of how much is a lot of chocolate. All right, so you're wearing kind of like a duffel coat, like a, you know, it's it's not a, a small sports jacket. I can I can ima- I can't imagine that the pockets are that deep. So I'm gonna. S- okay, it's actually a pretty big pocket. I just got a better look. <laughs> but I also don't think you're, I think you've got enough, you know, self-respect not to be carrying around a <clears throat> giant block of chocolate. I've also, like, there could be, say, like, uh, tissues also in the oh, same pocket, goodness. just taking up space. So from the outside, 
might not look like might look like more chocolate than there is because there's extra padding in there from the tissues, as as I just pointed out. I need a final answer. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with twenty-one. You said sixteen because I was sixteen. There is thirty-three. <laughs> thirty-three pieces, squares of chocolate, in my pocket. There's three. <laughs> There it is. There's oh wow, three blocks of half-eaten chocolate. And you One's bought untouched. those just for you? One's untouched. Doesn't matter who I bought them for or why. <laughs> you thought I can't decide between milk, hazelnut, or caramello. It was three for ten. I can't pass up a good can't, deal. Yeah, can't pass up a bargain. Yeah, I'm a glass and a half full kind of guy. <laughs> Stacey, I don't know if you've seen, there is a new game show on Channel 10, 6pm weeknights. It is called Pointless, and it is hosted by my good mate, Mark Humphreys, who is on the phone now. Mark, thank you so much for taking the call. My pleasure, David. Always a pleasure to be with you. Um, Stacey, have you, seen, have you seen it? Well, I actually did chuck it on. I saw the last five minutes of it maybe two nights ago. Did you see when the, when the jackpot went off? No, I saw the night before when you said, tomorrow the jackpot's going to be $3,000. <laughs> That's the That's day the that television. I saw it. Yeah. Well, yeah no, it was the con- condition of my contract that the uh, prize money be absurdly low. I really insisted on that. I don't, I don't want to give away big prizes. Really, the contents of my pockets, ideally. I think the amount of respect of a game show is, like, is inverse proportional to... The prizes, like letters and numbers, do they even have prizes? But that was a great uh, yeah, game show. I think that's a really good point, yes. And I, as I've often said, like, you know, Millionaire Hot Seat, uh, the only millionaire on that show is Eddie McGuire. <laughs> so it's, it's millionaire in name only. So, um, yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, giving away like a board game or a Parker pin is much more appealing to me. Oh, yeah. The sale of the century pin? Like, exactly. That was great. It was. It is. It is. It was like I did find it uh, mildly amusing on the first show where you're like the jackpot is two thousand dollars. <laughs> so yeah, but, I like. I like to sort of hype it up as if I'm saying a much larger figure. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. How how are you feeling about it? Uh, well, I mean, look, I mean, the crazy thing is, if we shoot five episodes in a, in a day. So basically what you're seeing in that first week of episodes, you're watching a man on his first day at work. It's terrifying. If you try to imagine starting a new job and your first day being filmed and shown in people's homes around the country, that's what it's been like. For five days uh, in a row. Yeah. But, five days in a row. But not only that, that Monday, that's the day where everyone's going to tune in and judge you immediately and you know, exactly. decide whether or not it's a good show and it's worthwhile. Yeah, on your first day, because I, I did think like, could they show it out of order? So maybe a show from week two or three when you're, you know, obviously just more comfortable in the space. But no, because it, it is, you know, there is that rollover, that jackpot. That Monday, that was your first. That was like the first time they said, "All right, an action." Exactly. So, um, but I, you know, I respect and defend Australians' uh, fundamental right the shit on new TV shows. So I think it's a very important part of our culture. Um, you know, people talk about Australian values, what are they? I think that's one of them. Um, so I, I think that's just, you know, it's inevitable. And uh, I think what further complicated the issue is that we <laughs> literally one night before was the final episode of Family Feud, which has a very loyal audience. And I, I would say, you know, when people talk about, oh, who could be Australia's Trump? It would be Grant Denyer because 
not because of any sort of political policies or anything, because the, the loyalty of his fan base is really extraordinary. Yeah, so your, they, are, they are livid. Uh, is your Twitter inbox pretty full of hate at the moment from the Grant? Tw- Twitter, Facebook, you know, they find an old white pages that, that might even get into my home address. I don't know, but... Um, yeah, and what so people been... don't know for sure, but you know, they everyone assumes, but we can actually confirm that that it was you who uh, axed Grant Denyer and took I, his place. That was you. you, yeah. We can confirm that. I yes, I axed the show. I then commissioned Pointless. I then headhunted myself from another <laughs> network that I was already working at. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, it was. A... <laughs> I'm glad that you understand how TV works. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we won't we won't go in because it is a bit of a. Um, there is a bit of a tale to tell about how you got the job, but just the, the short version is you tweeted two years ago that if Pointless ever came to Australia, you'd like to be the host, and then mm. that has basically happened. Um, exactly. Which is astounding in itself. The extra layer of, of astonishment that I was... Uh, that uh, that I found about the whole situation is that you, you left a job at The Feed where you were uh, uh, making comedy for them, you you quit that job before you had pointless. You didn't know what you were going to do. You just had had enough of the feed. Exactly. So you would not be speaking to me right now because you'd, you'd be like, all right, for more on this, let's talk to an unemployed person. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I had had enough of the... And when I say I had enough, I don't know, it's not a kind of criticism of the show. I mean, it's just uh, sort of burnt out. Um, so, uh, yeah, Evan Williams, my brilliant co-writer, and I just felt that we it was time for us to to take a break from, from doing the daily satire. And so, yeah, my, my plan was to sort of, I don't know, spend time with my son, maybe eat some fried chicken. It's, it's the basics, Yum. really. Um, thank you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, I was not... I really, it really came out of nowhere. It was from, from the time of my first uh, interview, or first audition, through to shooting the pilot, I think was about two weeks. It was... Was bonkers, so, yeah. that is that's actually that is surprisingly Isn't that short unreal? turnaround. Mm. Uh, but also, some would say it's reflected in the quality of the show. But <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um, yeah. Anyway, I tell cool. you what, Andrew Rochford is doing a good job. He's getting some zingers in there. He's really funny. He's and he's a very generous performer as well. So um, no, because I didn't I didn't know him at all. I mean, we 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 done a very very brief audition together. Um, but um, no, he's been absolutely phenomenal. So uh, it's been a really pleasant surprise. That's fantastic. And there is there is a bit of a for anyone who's not familiar with Pointless. I feel like there is a bit of a learning curve to understanding the show. But my here's my pick, Mark. Once people get to know it, Mr. Humphreys, it will Mr. Humphreys. Sorry. Once people get to know <laughs> it, it's a game that will get under your skin. Hmm. It is. It is as the network would want me to say. Crazily addictive. Um, yeah. Would you say yeah. it's Moorish? <laughs> yum yum. Mm. I would. I would. Um, I have said yum yum on the show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I think it is, that, that was the effect of the show. Excellent. Uh, Mark, it, it sounds like you're being swept up in a bit of a hurricane. So we'll we'll let All you right. go. Really appreciate you taking the call. Pointless is on 6 p.m. weeknights, Channel 10. And um, look forward to seeing you again in person. We'll go do karaoke. I would love that. Thanks, Dave. Thanks to both of you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Yum, yum. Still to come on uh, whatever this show is we called. we to finish this blocky full of Chucky. <laughs> uh, we've got another game for a million dollars. That's coming up. But now, Stacey. All right. Well, look, yesterday I was uh, at a friend's house 
and there was a person there that I wasn't sure, I didn't think that I'd met before. And I was like, hey, we haven't met before. Right. So you said we haven't met. You, you really took a stance on and whether it, or not you'd met. And as soon as I did it, I was like, that, uh, I, I know this. That's not, that's not you, Stacey. You can do better than that. Because as soon as I said it, of course, the response was, no, we've met. You set yourself up for that one. No, we've met. Yeah, so are you saying you're right usually up. more tactful around? I have usually got this to an, an art form of neatly sidestepping as many social <laughs> awkwardies as I can. I well, so what's your awkwardies. technique usually in that situation? In that situation, it's simple. The reverse of what I did. <laughs> the absolute opposite. And just say, hey, oh, we've met before, right? Because then you look like you've remembered them... It's vague. It's vague enough for them to jump in and go, yeah, we have. Or no, actually, I don't think we have. And you're like, okay, cool. I just look familiar. It's easy. When you say we haven't met before, mm. they're like, we have. Mm. And then you're and like, then I'm, the now, I'm, now I'm the asshole. Yes. Um, and, and I hate it. And then not to, to back it up, I did it again later that same night with someone else. And, and, and that's all I've been thinking about the last 24 hours. Right. Except for how much chocolate is in my pocket. <laughs> that, those two things is all I've been thinking about. I, will, will you, will you ever do the one where like the best situation for someone you're not sure if you've met them before is to have a second person there? So you if can you go... enlist a buddy, I've done this, you, me and Elle went on a trip, uh, my friend Elle, last couple of years we've been on these, we both, both work in the same, in like in the music in industry and we've been yeah. to like some of those like thingies. Yeah. Little um, industry uh, event kind yeah. of things. Yeah. And you, you just run into hundreds of people saying, you know, whatever. So the, it's, a, it's networking. Mm. Networking. Networking. You've got to be networking. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I hate networking. <laughs> and so the, so, so like we would engage each other with that and be like, Hey, oh, have you met my friend L? Yeah, and, and then, then I'm L, I go, hi, I'm L, what's your name? Yeah, easy. Get away with it, totally. Yeah. Can I 100%. completely flip flip the script? What happens if you're in the opposite situation and someone says to you, we haven't met before, have we? Are you a complete ass about it? Oh, great question. Only if we've met more than three times and I can remember. But my thing of, of remembering people in social situations is I'll always remember if we've had a meaningful interaction. And a meaningful interaction is like it's, it's ambiguous. Like it could be what's meaningful to one person might not be meaningful to another person. But for me, it's like, if we've had a conversation one-on-one, -on -one, we've looked each other in the eyes and we've connected over something like, I'll be more likely, I'll definitely remember you. But if it's just like, Hey, on, this is my friend then you're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Great. Like, I'm, I'm, we're not, I'm not going to remember you. So I'm like, I couldn't care less if you don't remember me. I don't care unless it, unless a, we've had a meaningful interaction, something that I deem to be meaningful or it's been like mm. several times. Mm. Like I, I remember distinctly happened with one guy in Perth that I was like, we've met so many times. Yeah. I've said, I've, I've, I've said those so words before times. and it's, and it's, it's not very graceful. <laughs> there is, is like, no graceful way. I am it. worth remembering <laughs> after remember the fifth me. time you've met me. All right. This is the last segment of same, same. But same. We're going to wrap things up with some high stakes betting with uh, a game called, Stacey, what's it called? For a million dollars. For a million dollars. We're going to throw questions at each other that 
we suspect the other person won't know the answer to, even though it's a pretty easy question. Yep. And uh, if we get it wrong, we owe the other person a million dollars. Stacey, do you want to go wait. first? I'm going to be a millionaire by the end of this. <laughs> at least, probably. It's guaranteed that someone will be a millionaire at the end of this. That's great. That's good. All right. Yeah. I agree to do A multi-millionaire. That's great. This is millions of real money on the All right, on here the you go. Well. Yeah, okay. Can, David, for a million dollars, can you spell necessary? N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. All right. Did I get it? That's correct. Yes! That is, you've absolutely, you have fucked me there. <laughs> I hate this. Don't worry about it. You owe me a million dollars. Okay. But you could win it back right now. <laughs> I feel like we need to address what you just brought up. This is actually our second go at this break. Jeez Louise. And he asked me that question and I got it wrong. And then you were like, oh, no, we just need to start again. Oh, no, I've got to get it right. I, I, I know, you were like, oh, I've got to get the, I played the music wrong. Let me just go again. Don't worry, ask me again because I won't get it. And then you then you did it and you pulled it out and you like, that's a double dogging. I you genuinely so did hard. not think I would get it right. But I, I believe did, that. In the, real, in the moment, I had the thought that it's one C and two S's. I am bad at spelling. There's a hint for I know questions. that about you. That's why I chose the question, because I wanted a million dollars. All right, I'm a million dollars up. You can win it back, though, if you uh, get this one right. Stacey, for a million dollars, who played Batman first, Michael Keaton or Val Kilmer? Um, well, technically, neither of them played Batman first. No, because... uh, uh, don't technicality <laughs> me. Of the two of those. Of the two who... of them, it was uh, Michael Keaton. Thank you for that. <laughs> Delayed gratification. I'll be honest. Easy. I, I forgot to look up the answer, so I'm going to... I think that's right, though. I know that's correct. Okay. <laughs> Val Kilmer played it in Batman Forever, and whereas yeah. Michael Batman was returns. in Batman Trans and Batman as well. Double. Oh, he was the original Batman in the movies. Getting sidetracked. David, right. for a million dollars. So we're, we're, we're square. We owe each other nothing. Yeah. Let's go again. Which I'm still a bit dirty about, but... David, for a million dollars, can you sing the theme song from Arthur, the television children's television show? Um, I did watch Arthur a lot as a kid. I've seen all the... He, he's now just a meme. Photos of him with his scrunched up fist. Yeah, and, and um, DW as well. I've got the magic school bus in my head. All right. I'm not going to get it. I owe you a million dollars. Every day when you're walking down the street, Everybody that you meet Hang on, this, an original see that, this, point of view. Yeah, this, you're doing like a slow down. It's slow. It's reggae. And I said, hey. What a wonderful kind of day. day. You yes. Got it. Damn it. I could have oh, got a million dollars. Shame. You just lost a million dollars. It's such a shame. Uh, okay. Hit me. Let me uh, try to get you back. So we're both from originally from Perth. Stacey, for a yes. million dollars. Who is the current WA Premier? Holy shit. Look at the first question that I have written down there. You have the exact... That it says who chose, is the current Premier of who, WA. And See, I, I I'm chose, we are the same. the same. You are the cool version of me. So Yeah, because I'm so cool because I chose not to say that question because I was like, that's a bit lame. <laughs> so, well, give me the answer. Mark McGowan. Give me that ding. Yes, <laughs> I need go. to be quicker on the buttons. You've got to be heaps quicker on that ding. Oh, okay, so where are we at then? So I, I'm $2 million. Damn, I owe you $2 million? Up. 
Okay, well, let's go one more. Let me get the music back for one more round. All right. David, this is my favorite question. What is the most sweetly named pasta? This is subjective. You can't, you've got to give me objective Absolute. questions. This is objective. 100% objective. The sweetest. What is the most sweetly named pasta? Everyone is chanting it right now in their heads over and over. Fusilli. Absolutely not. Angel, I, angel hair. Is that a pasta? Mate, go do your research. Isn't that fairy floss? I got chocolate to eat. All right, yeah, I owe you $3 million. Yep, three cold hard cash. <laughs> I'll have it. Now, mm. let's play again next week. I'll try to, yeah, I'll give I'll you try to win it back. To I'm a gentleman. All right, that'll be next week on the show. Stacey, thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>